What's up, everyone from all around the world, including Canada, USA, areas of Long Island, plus the five boroughs of Brooklyn, Bronx, Manhattan, Staten Island, Queens. I'm here to help and guide you about Anchor. Anchor is a free hosting site and phone app, which is owned by Spotify. It's the easiest, awesome way to make a podcast. Why are you wasting your money paying for a hosting site to promote your podcast with limited storages? Forget about it. Let me break it down to you. There's creation tools that allow you to record, edit, monetize, distribute your podcast. Of course, add music intros, outros, uploading episodes with unlimited storages of your podcast right from your phones, computers, laptops, and tablets. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. Plus, you get sponsorship. Isn't that great? It's everything you need to make a podcast, including the listeners supporting your show. Like I always say, if you have a dream of creating and becoming a podcaster host like myself and individual friends that is co-hosting with me, go download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get a head start. Take advantage of the opportunity that's thrown in your face. If I could do it and reach success, so can you. I'm G Money Stacks. Thank you for listening. Let's go.
Yes. Yes. Good evening, everyone from all over the world, including the USA, Long Island, plus the five boroughs of Brooklyn, Bronx, Manhattan, Staten Island, and Queens. I'm your man, G Money Stacks, aka Lonely Nomad, aka The Greginator, aka YouTuber, aka Host with the Most, and Rookie Podcaster of Queens, New York. And you are now listening and tuning in and rocking with Meticulous Vibe Juice Podcast, the review show, where we go over the bodies of work of rappers, singers, movies, TV shows, and sometimes video games. First and foremost, before I even um, remind you guys about the about where you can subscribe to the YouTube channel and stuff like that, um, let me start off by um, telling you how I'm feeling mentally, physically, and spiritually. So mentally, lately, I've been kind of like, I've been kind of like up and down-ish. Well, not just because of work, but because of like trying to figure out how to, you know, balance, um, you know, not just going to work and doing what I love, but also having a social life, which is not going to be, which is not easy. And, and I, and up to this day, man, like, you know, I was having a talk with somebody in, in a group text message and I was like, in my head, like, look, even if. I decide to have a woman in my life. That doesn't necessarily mean that she's going to have time for me because she has a career and I can't ask her to sacrifice her career to be with me because that would be selfish. You know what I'm saying? And for the most part, I rather I rather see I rather see people do good in their careers and stuff rather than me being selfish. You know what I'm saying? Because majority of people that I knew over the years in college was basically, you know, they're married, kids, and stuff like that. But, you know, other than that, physically, I'm okay. Spiritually, I'm trying to be careful of who I um, put my energy to because that's why I always keep myself guarded at all times because you don't want to let your guard down and then next thing you know, you know, you get stood up, you, you get um put down or whatever, and nobody shows up to your events or whatever. You know what I'm saying? So that's my mental health check-in. And check this out. I am taking a break from um 17 Live. For those of you that's just wondering, um, I'm doing an experiment on Instagram Live where I, you know, record podcast episodes, see how many people are going to be watching. I'm not too sure, but, you know, just want to try something out, see how see how things go and stuff. So this is this is basically off of the um, podcast page, Meticulous About Just Podcast. If you guys don't know, you guys, you guys um, can follow the page on there and... And let me remind you about the schedule. Um, I'm sorry if I was late. I had to have some dinner, so that's why I was that's why I was late for the recording. But here I am. And speaking of here I am, if you guys are new to the channel, and you and a new listener, and you miss any previous episodes whatsoever, 
don't worry i got your back all you need to do is go subscribe to the youtube channel and when you go to the youtube channel you're not only going to grab, grab the subscribe button you, you're also going to enable alerts by tapping the notification bell so you can be reminded of when the show goes in the air via live stream also leave a like and a comment alongside with the with the episodes and the topics that was discussed and make sure you actually you know stay tuned for more video content upcoming episodes previous episodes that was recorded will automatically be uploaded to the youtube channel page of meticulous virtues podcast youtube channel page be sure you share the videos be sure you tell a friend to another friend download your favorite episodes also share the episodes as well that that will help too you can share the episodes as well and and also make sure you you share the podcast along with the audio streaming platforms which i will go over at the end of the show alongside with the link that says linktree slash meticulous vibe juice podcast which i will go over at the end of the show so don't worry about that one right there now we're going to start with um let's start off with um music kool-aid for a sec all right um and for those of you who may not know what music kool-aid is it's basically a segment where we actually go over the bodies of work of you know rappers and singers who who have um you know albums mixtapes eps lps whatever it is singles singles too we go over that as well so uh without further ado we are going to actually um we're gonna get into this so let me get myself off screen here so i can actually read to you guys all right so a first person who is in um a musical lace segment who goes by the, who who is a Long Islander um Freddie D. Now I actually got a chance to listen to majority of his albums like the the other day uh, three days ago actually. And for those of you who may not know who he is, I will fill you in on that one. So don't worry about that one right there. So Freddie D is a hip-hop artist from Hempstead, New York, currently positioned for a major come-up in the urban music universe. He makes strong, relevant music that, that's been compared to Jay-Z, Nas, and Kanye, but maintains its own original taste at all times. Freddie's new album, Extent, gets liberated on September 13, 2019, as does the music video for the track everybody and both are expected to bring him to a much larger audience d produced um extent on his own and it was mixed and mastered by michael niku tough and wise it shows freddie at the top of his game ready to take it even higher freddie's mother sang gospel music his father wrote poetry and his mother no, no, excuse me. And his brother made beats. 
so stepping up to the mic was inevitable for him. He dreamed of being famous back then and, and is still grinding in pursuit of that goal. I feel like I bring something different, he says. So I started my own record company and produced my own music without selling drugs, just the hard grit from an everyday job and the hunger to not let my talent go to waste. I believe in what I want. I believe in what I do and how I do it. There you go. There you go. I appreciate people like that with with a story like that, though, man. I really appreciate that. This deserves a round of applause. That's what I'm talking about here. I appreciate rappers who have a story to tell. I like storytellers. Especially when it comes to, you know, life experiences and stuff like that. That's what I'm talking about here. Now, speaking of speaking of which, we're going to go over the discography. So, so check this out. He, um, let me see. So, he has some singles right now. Um, this is from 2013, Let Me Be Radio Edit. 2017 round here relax yourself 2020 wake and bake <laughs> that kind of rhymes too man <laughs> um fly away um 2021 um i'm getting it um honda wait hold on um honda bang oh <laughs> wow <laughs> wow um, I'm sorry if I can't pronounce the song name, but it's <laughs> but forgive me. Um, highs and lows. Um, you have what you're talking. Then we go to the albums. We got hunger pains, and you know the the track listings goes like this. So you got painless, new 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 York, bring it on for what, um. Hypnosis, mercy, at all. It's it's the life. Skit, hummingbird, rule the night, and push us push, um push the side. Um. We go to the golden age. Each trash goes like this. Um, everywhere, innuendos, lies, feelings, fame, thugs, game over. No stress at all, purpose, and haters. Extent. Um, staying alive, everybody, anything, big shot, brass knuckles, love song. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Skit. Um, at right, come on, God bless. When the sun shine, let me know. Okay. You got elephant in the hood. Waiting. Deal. Tease me. No yes men. Hold on. Let me explain why people don't like yes men. And for those of you that's actually listening in the Instagram live feed here. Um, for those of you that's, that's 
actually listening. Um, you know, I say this all the time about having a bunch of yes men trying to, you know, dictate how a how my podcast is supposed to be. Now, you have to understand something, folks. But when you when you actually um are trying to create a craft of your own and you're trying to actually, you know, make a name for yourself or whatever, I get that. But at the same token, you have to real you gotta realize that um that ownership and um yeah ownership and creative control are the major important keys into owning your shit. You know what I'm saying? That's why I always care about ownership and um because and I bring this up because of an, a, a particular previous episode I was listening to from um grassroots podcast i believe it was last year or the, the year before i'm not too sure but um they was talking about um okay how charlamagne the god was um trying to create a platform for podcasters um called the black effect um podcast network and you know the thing, the thing about that one right there is, um, I'm not knocking people to that's doing that or whatever, but you don't want your shit that you own, that you own and started and created to be sold to corporations. You don't want that in your life. You don't want that in your life, and you don't want to be like the people from the Breakfast Club, okay? Who don't own their shit. So. I had to really stop right there with the whole no yes men track because it's very important. It's very important that you that your name is on your stuff that you that you created and started. So you won't have to worry about getting your stuff taken away and stuff. So there you go. That's your free game from G Money Stacks right here, man ownership and creative control there you go right there and let's keep going with freddie d's um album listings right here so we have growing up in new york in the 90s skit no sweat um featuring bala um we gonna make it Heartbreak and shine like the sun. Um, okay, survival. Okay, hold on a second. Hold on a minute. So we got survivors mo- survival mode. Savior. Lace front. <laughs> not the lace front. Not the lace front, man. Like, come on, man. Like, really. When have you seen a man wearing lace fronts, man? That's usually for that's usually for fucking um that's usually what um some some women actually do, folks. Don't even don't even ask me. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> this shit is laughable, folks. What like 
You're not going to catch me wearing no lace front up in here, though, man. I'm sorry, man, but <laughs> not in your white time right there. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> All right. Um. <laughs> All right. So, so we got another track, Want Want, Survivor Mode, Fly, Still Me, Tides, Nothing on Me. And, of course, um... We have street individual. Okay, you got intro, truth, stand, stand my ground, automatic, cancel culture, which I actually spoke about this in, in my other show, Off the Meat Rack Chains New York podcast, by the way, though, man. And 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 and, and I'm gonna say this again, man. Cancel culture is fucking fake. These are the idiots who created the fucking um cancel culture shit just to fucking um ruin people's lives and they careers and livelihood and shit like cut it out with that bullshit man like seriously like this shit is nuts <laughs> seriously this shit is nuts right here man like come on um <laughs> oh man <laughs> okay we got tiktok we got skit um we got keep up one of these days still dancing um, like me, an entanglement. <laughs> oh my gosh, man! Actually, <laughs> talked about this shit not too long ago, but <laughs> man, I ain't got no fucking entanglements. Thank goodness, though, man. <laughs> okay, so we got before I wake. So we got um intro, um PIs, GAD, Gold Ice, Climax, Just Juice, Pray for You. And hunts, and of course, and of course, we got um hard times back to basics. We got loving me, another one. Okay, the same catchphrase that um DJ Khaled always says in every song, folks. So don't <laughs> oh man, that's crazy, right? Um make her bust they know skit want it all are you down better way sob and forever and his latest is his latest um single is amaze me and of course there you have it that's the album's and singles that he has right here so in case you guys don't know you guys are more than welcome to follow him on on facebook and facebook and twitter um and of course instagram of course let me pull up let me pull up his um instagram handle hold on a sec hold on a second folks um Hold on. Okay, here we go. All right. So, um, of course, you can follow him on Instagram. Who goes by Freddie D Music? All right, that's Freddie D Music on Instagram, 
and I'm pretty and I'm pretty sure let me see if it's the same as on Facebook and um Twitter. Let me see. Let me see something real quick. Um okay, so we have let me see. Let me see here. Maybe the link is broken, but um let me see. Let me see this. Um just give me a give me a minute, folks, as I look for his profile. Um yeah, you know what? You know what? Just go with his Instagram, Freddie D Music. I'm pretty sure it's the same as the one on Twitter and on Facebook. So, um, <clears throat> so there you have it, though. All right. Um, hang on a minute here. Um, I want to before I even go to the uh, the next the next thing the ne the next segment right here. Um. Let me explain what's going on here. For those of you who are new listeners and, of course, new watchers on the... Hold on a second. Let me put myself on the screen here. Okay, so for those of you who may or may not know what's going on here, um, I'm taking a break from 17 Live and actually um, giving Instagram Live a try. So we are live and direct on... Streamyard, YouTube, and alongside with me is Instagram Live on the Meticulous Vodges Podcast um channel podcast um show page. So you know what I'm saying um so there you have it right there. I am going to before I go to the next segment um let me. Let me let me do this real quick. Hold on. Just give me a second. Hold on a minute. Hold on a second. Okay. Um Episode 30. Sorry, um, episode 30. Okay. Okay, um, let me keep going on this. Um, <laughs> okay, now we can go to the next segment, and that has to do with, um, hold on a minute here, let me just get this. Of course, we have the, the Chillax Man Cave Popcorn Lounge. There you go. It is a segment where we go over the, the movies and the TV shows and, 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 and much more. So in this case, we gotta talk about um the movie Eternals. So there we 
we're gonna talk about that right there so here we go um so so basically eternals is a 2021 american superhero film based on the marvel comics race of the same name produced by marvel studios and distributed by walt disney studios motion pictures it is the 26th film in the marvel cinematic universe which is which is um the mcu of course um the film is directed by chloe zhao who wrote the screenplay with patrick belay ryan farpo and cast farpo it stars an assembled cast including Gemma chan richard madden not to be confused with John Madden from um fucking EA Sports, folks. <laughs> oh man. Um. So. So. Okay. Um. Kamel Najani, Liam McHulk, Brian Tyree Henry, Lauren Ridolf. Um, Barry, Barry Kilgan, Don Lee, Harris Patel, Kit Harrington, Samma Hayek, and Angel Angelina Jolie. In the film, the Eternals is an immortal alien race emerged from hiding after thousands of years to protect Earth from from their ancient counterparts, the Deviants. Ooh, that's crazy. Okay, now we're gonna actually um go to. All right, I don't know, I don't know about the music and shit, but I'm not gonna really go into that one right there. Um, we're gonna go into the reception. So here we go. Um, so the box office as of November twenty eighth, twenty twenty one, Eternals has grossed um over one hundred fifty. Point seven million dollars in the United States and Canada, and twenty two hundred seventeen point eight million in other territories, for a worldwide total of three hundred and sixty eight point five million dollars. The film's opening weekend earned one hundred sixty two million globally, which was the second highest, no second largest rather. A worldwide opening weekend in the COVID-19 pandemic for a Hollywood film, of which IMAX contributed to over 13.6 million. Okay, pre-sale tickets and projections, advanced ticket sales for Eternals were estimated to be 2.6 million in its first 24 hours, outpacing those for Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. Uh, 1.4 million and black widow 2 million oh wow during the same time frame while amc theaters had the largest first day sales of 2021 for the film in november fandigo reported that pre-sales for internals were second lot second excuse me second largest of 2021 behind black widow in october box office pro initially projected that the film would earn 82 to 100 million within its opening weekend and around 210 to 280 million in total domestic box office at the end of the month box office pro 
modified their projections to 67 to 92 million dollars for the film's opening weekend and around 165 to 215 million in total domestic box office due to mixed early critical reception according to deadline hollywood eternals was expected to earn 75 million within its domestic opening weekend and around 150 million globally performance in the united states and canada eternals earned 30.7 million in its opening day which included 9.5 million from thursday night previews mark marking the third largest opening day of the pandemic behind black widow and Venom, Let There Be Carnage. Its opening weekend earned 71.3 million, making it the top film of the weekend. IMAX counted, accounted for over 7.6 of the weekend. This marked the fourth largest opening weekend of the pandemic. The domestic opening weekend gross was over no excuse me lower than various pre-release projections deadline attributed this to the film's overall mixed reception from critics and audiences in its second weekend eternals remained the top film grossing over two no excuse me 27.5 million from 2.2 million theater admissions in its third weekend the film earned 10.8 million finishing second behind ghostbusters afterlife the film made 1.6 million on thanksgiving and then 7.9 million in its fourth weekend finishing fourth eternals is currently the seventh highest grossing film of 2021 in the united states outside of north america eternals earned over 90.7 million within its opening weekend from 46 markets. Okay, it was number one in nearly all of these markets. The, the international opening weekend gross had exceeded various pre-release projections. IMAX contributed to 6 million of the opening gross from 58 countries. The film scored the highest opening of the pandemic in italy brazil and hong kong in south korea eternals earned 14.4 million marking the largest debut for a hollywood film amid the pandemic in russia uh the film earned an opening of 5.4 million through six days in its second weekend, Eternals earned 48 million from 49 markets, a drop of 49%. It remained number one in many of these territories. The following weekend, the film earned 22. Point million dollars. Hold on, let me grab a drink. Hold on, let me see who's in chat. 
I'm sorry. Um. All right. Uh, my bad. <clears throat> um. <clears throat> let me see where I left off here. Um. Yes. It was the top film of the weekend internationally, remaining the top film in many territories, including all markets across Latin America except for Mexico. As of November 21st, 2021, the film's largest market are South Korea, 25.2 million, the United Kingdom, 17.3 million, France, 13.7 million, Mexico, 13.3 million, and Brazil, 10. Five million dollars. Let's go to the critical response. The review aggregator Rotten Tomatoes reported an approval rating of 48% with an average rating of 5.6 out of 10. Based on 359 reviews, the website's critical consensus reads an ambitious superhero epic that soars as often as it strands. Eternals make, no, excuse me, Eternals takes the MCU in an intriguing and occasionally confounding new directions. On Metacritic, the film has a weighted average score of 52 out of 100, based on 62 critics, indicating mixed or average reviews. It is the lowest rated um, MCU film on both websites and the first installment to be classified as rotten on rotten tomatoes audiences polled by cinema score gave the film an average grade of b on an a plus to f scale the lowest grade for an mcu film and post track reported 78 percent of audience members gave it a positive score with with 60 saying they would definitely recommend it charlotte o'sullivan of the evening standard gave the film four out of five stars describing it as lavish ambitious and more divisive she praised the fight sequences as astounding beautifully paced and crammed with detail and the whole cast as fabulous but felt Chan was a bit wooden. Not sure what that means. Um, so Robert Abel of The Rap praised the film's cinematography and felt that there's an earnestness to the operatic stakes in Eternals that somehow helps fuse what's physically spectacular and philosophical about it. Oliver Jones of The Observer stated that the film was full of wonder and romance and fueled by an agenda and audacity all its own and felt that one of the most impressive aspects of The Eternals is how the culturally representative team identifies play into the theme and story in powerful and essential ways. Owen Gleiberman of Variety was disappointed over Zhao's missing um, filmmaking style that shaped her films. The writer 
and Nomadland to embrace the straight up ex expository conventionally convention conventionality of Marvel filmmaking. But he felt that the film was a squarely fun and gratifying watch despite its long runtime and a very standard superhero film. He found The Eternals a winning prototype of a more dynamically inclusive superhero world. Maura McDonald <laughs> of the Seattle Times gave the, the film three out of four stars, feeling that it was it. It has its flaws in a nutshell. It's too long. It's got some pretty slow spots mid-film, mid and it's desperately in need of a bit more wit. But adding that, what it does have is a palpable, artful mood. This is a movie full of superheroes who spend time thinking and feeling and of special effects that aren't just zippy, but often delicately, delicately elegant. She described Eternals as a different kind of superhero movie, not to everyone's taste, but made for us all. Three critics gave the film three out of five stars. Linda Merrick of the Jewish Chronicle described it as a um, mishmash of well-meaning yet um, jarringly verbose and baffling, bafflingly incoherent nonsense, which is only just about saved by some half-decent performance performances. Nicholas Barber of BB Culture felt that Zhao's direction of the film would have been reasonable to expect it to prompt um, slack-jarred um, wonder rather than the grudging appreciation of an efficient uh, workman-like job. And Clarice um, Clarice Laurie of The Independent said that it strives for the same expensive soulfulness as Nomadland, but discovers there's room enough for room enough only for the occasional burst of it. Brian um, Tripp of USA Today gave the film 2.5 out of 4 stars. He felt that the Eternals looked unlike any other Marvel movie and it is perhaps the most welcoming for MCU um, neophytes and <laughs> neophytes <laughs> can't believe this shit <laughs> oh man neophytes in forever due to the utilization of Zhao's um, penchant and naturalistic environments but wrote that the narrative struggles to juggle its many subplots and tries to do too much in its um, hefty two hours and 37 minutes. Mark Kennedy of the Associated Press gave the film a similar rating, criticizing its dialogue and fight scenes, but praising its visual effects and um, Nanjian, um, Nanjiani's performance that he felt would have a lot of superheroes standing around in cool suits squinting a lot without him. Shirley Lee of The Atlantic criticized the film's use of exposition but felt that 
Zhao's de delicate examination of her characters outshines Eternals, du duller and more convoluted moments. Three critics gave the film two out of five stars. Robbie Collin of the Daily Telegraph felt that it was constantly engaged in a kind of grit um, tooth. <laughs> <laughs> Grit tooth. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh man. Oh my gosh. Um <laughs> Grit tooth. Authenticity theater going out of its way to show you it's doing all the things proper cinema does, even though none of them bring any um discern discernible benefit whatsoever to the film at hand. Kevin Mao of the Times felt that it had a strange self-sabotaging energy at the heart of this landmark blockbuster and Steve Rose of the Garden felt that it was not exactly boring. There's always something new to behold but nor it is particularly exciting and it lacks the breezy wit of Marvel's best movies. Further describing it as being like coming to coming into adventures and game cold without having seen any of the preceding installments. Kay Austin of the Rolling Stones felt that the film was good at telling us where to look, at impressing us with its manufactured um, sense of grandeur, but added that it lacked any critical credible sense of what's actually worth seeing. Justin Chong of the Los Angeles Times compared the film to the tree of life. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> oh shit. And the old guard <laughs> um, feeling a depressing realization that you've just seen one of the more interesting movies Marvel will ever make. And hopefully the least interesting one Chloe Zhao will ever make. Brian Lowry of CNN felt that whether the millennia spanning tale of immortals hiding in plain sight um, on earth on earth can repeat history will serve as a referendum on the studio's muscle especially because the movie's structural flaws offset its stunning visuals and strong performances. Kyle Smith of the National Review was more critical in his review of The Eternals, describing it as one of the dumbest, cheesiest, most trite, and least human of the MCU films. Hang on a second, guys. Okay. Okay. So, the mixed reception took some commentators by surprise, given the MCU's um, positive track record and the acclaim of Zhao's previous work. Um, Richard Newby of The Hollywood Reporter wrote that much of the criticism of Kirby's work which was divisive for its subject matter and relationship to 
the wider Marvel Universe, as far as Zhao in her adaptation. Newbie compared the divisive response to that of Zack Snyder's DC Universe films, Man of Steel and Batman vs. Superman, Dawn of Justice, writing that those films and Eternals share a deconstructive approach to superheroes and force them to question their purpose in the world through um, meditative and melancholy narrative beats and a tragic yet hopeful ending. This approach newbie felt um, subverted critics and audiences' expectations, uh, which made them review the film more harshly. Oh boy. Um. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not so sure about the prequel to the Eternals, so this is more of a wait and see. So, speaking of which, okay, let's talk Daredevil. Hold on, let me see how much time I have. Okay, we can wing this. All right. So, we have Marvel's Daredevil, or simply just Daredevil. is an American television series created by Drew um, Goddard for the streaming service Netflix, based on the Marvel Comics character of the same name. It is set in the Marvel Universe, um, sharing continuity with the films of the franchise, and is the first in the series of shows that led to the Defenders crossover miniseries. The series is produced by Marvel Television in association with ABC Studios, with the Night Productions for the first season and Guard Textiles for the first and second seasons. Stephen S. D. Knight served as showrunner on the first season, and Doug um, um, Patry and Marco Ramirez taking over for the second season, and Eric um, Allison joining the series as its showrunner for its third season. Goddard served as a consultant for the series. Um, and for those of you who may not know who the cast who the cast are, um, you got Charlie Cox, Deborah Ann Wall, Eldon Hansen, Toby Leonard Moore, Vondi Curtis Hall, Bob Gunton, um, Aylet Zura, Rosario Dawson, Vincent D. Arnofrio, John Bartho. Um, who plays Punisher, by the way. Elodie Young, Steven Ryder, Joanne Wally, Jay Ali, um, and Wilson Bethel. Okay. We're going to go to... Okay. Everybody probably knows about the premise. I'm not going to read the premise and stuff like that. So let me just go to the uh, reception because that's what we're looking for here. Okay. Um, so audience viewership, according to the reception, 
as Netflix does not reveal subscriber viewership numbers for any of their original series, Corinne um, Zierick, um, Senior Vice President of the Original Programming at Marvel Television, provided some viewership demographics for Daredevil in August 2017, noting that the series has attracted a large number of male viewers. Also in the month, Netflix released viewing patterns for Netflix series. The data which came from Netflix's um, 1,300 taste communities around the world where subscribers are grouped based on what they watch showed that viewers would not watch the series in chronological order by release rather, rather starting with Jessica Jones, then Daredevil, Luke Cage, and finally Iron Fist, Todd Yellen, um, Netflix's uh, vice president of the of product innovation, noted that audiences watch the series in order of how they are interested in them and how they learn about them. Netflix's data also showed that a viewer watching Daredevil would most often then move on to Jessica Jones and vice versa, while the other series with anti-heroes and themes of moral and big and big ambiguity, such as Bloodline, Breaking Bad, Dexter, and House of Cards, led viewers to starting Daredevil. In October 2018, Crimson Hexagon. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Hexagon is his last name. <laughs> Oh man. Oh my gosh. That's that's funny right there. <laughs> oh shit. Don't ask me how he got that last name. That reminds me of the shit. Oh shit. A consu consumer insight company uh released released um data that examined the social media buzz for the series to try to correlated with potential viewership the data um showed that when the first season premiered in april 2015 the first season had nearly 20 twitter and instagram posts regarding it but when the second season was released in march 2016 the post had declined to to just over 200,000 and for the third season looking at data gather halfway through October 2018 the post had declined to 75,000 okay okay we're gonna go to the critical response so right we got Rotten Tomatoes and Metacritic so for season one 99% 72 reviews Metac Metacritic 75 22 reviews season two 81 percent 57 reviews 68 um 13 reviews season three 97 percent 64 reviews 71 and six reviews the re the review aggregation website rotten tomatoes um reported a 99 percent approval rating for the first season based on 72 reviews with an average uh, rating of 8.1 out of 10 
the website's critical consensus reads in quote with tight adherence to its source materials history high production quality and a no-nonsense dramatic flair daredevil excels as an effective superhero origin story a greedy procedural and an exciting action adventure um metacritic which also no excuse me which uses a weighted average assigned as a score of 75 out of 100 based on 22 critics indicating generally favorable reviews the second season has an approval rating 81 percent rotten rating on rotten tomatoes based on 57 reviews with an average rating of 6.94 out of 10. the site's critical consensus reads end quote um bolstered by some impressive action daredevil keeps its footing in season two even if the additions of punisher and electra can't quite fill the void left by wilson fix on metacritic it has a score of 68 out of 100 based on 13 um critics uh <clears throat> indicating favorable reviews um third season has a 97 percent approval rating for on rotten tomatoes based on 64 um reviews with an average rating of 8.6 8.06 out of 10. the site's critical consensus reads the man with no fear returns to top form with a third season that begins tediously slow but gradually generates comic book thrills immeasurably helped by the welcome return of vincent d d on frio's menacing kingpin on metacritic it has a score of 71 out of 100 based on six critics indicating generally um favorable reviews now we go to the accolades in december 2015 ign named daredevil the second best netflix original programming series released to date now um in 2015 we have um we have um best cinematography pilot into the ring and this is and this award is um camera image got nominated helen keller achievement award on reed charlie cox um online film and television association award best new title sequence daredevil um both won that um we got the primetime creative arts emmy awards outstanding main title design daredevil outstanding sound editing for a series speak of the devil outstanding special and visual effects in the in a supporting role of speak of the devil we got screen actors on guild awards outstanding performance by a stunt ensemble in a television series daredevil um we got empire awards best tv series daredevil um golden reel awards television short form dialogue and adr daredevil all got nominated 
Um, we got Got Your Six. I never heard of it. Never heard of it. Um, <clears throat> yeah, cer six certified for a representative and balanced depiction of veterans. Um, Semper um, Fidelis one. Um, online film and television association award best sound in a series daredevil um we got 2016 primetime creative arts emmy awards outstanding sound editing for a series new york's finest course outstanding stunt coordination for a drama series limited series or movie philip j um silvera best um guest performance on tv scott glenn all got nominated now saturn awards um best new media television series daredevil won that best supporting tv actor vincent d arno frio um best tv actor charlie cox sxsw film festival excellence in title design daredevil um nominated visual effects society society awards outstanding supporting visual um effects in a um photo reel episode speaking of the devil we have saturn awards again best actor on a television series charlie cox best new media television series daredevil um screen actors guild awards outstanding performance by a stunt Assemble in a television series, Daredevil nominated Best Actor in a streaming presentation. Charlie Cox all got nominated. So Saturn Awards again, 2019. Uh, <clears throat> Best streaming superhero television, Daredevil won that. Best supporting actress in streaming presentation, Deborah and Wall. Um Screen Actors Guild Award, outstanding performance by a stunt assembled in a television series, Daredevil nominated. Um, I'm not even gonna go into the spin-off. I'm not gonna go in there. So so basically, um okay, ahead of the release of season three, Deadline Hollywood noted the series was expected to be renewed for four seasons since it was widely watched and critically acclaimed. Oleeson <clears throat> pitched the pitch what he wanted to do with a fourth season to Netflix in 20, November 2018 and was hoping that this meeting would lead to an official renewal of the series. Despite the pitch of November 29, 2018, Netflix canceled the series after three seasons. Netflix said the three seasons will remain on the service while the the character will live on in future projects for Marvel. Deadline Hollywood noted that unlike Iron Fist or Luke Cage, the door seems to be wide open for the series to continue elsewhere, potentially on Disney's streaming service, Disney Plus. However, the Hollywood Reporter felt this was unlikely, especially since per the original deal between Marvel and Netflix for the series. The characters cannot appear in any non-Netflix series or films for at least two years following the cancellation of Daredevil as um, reported by Variety. 
Um, Kevin May, Kevin A. Mayer, chairman of Walt Disney Direct to Consumer International, noted that while it had not yet been discussed, it was a possibility that Disney Plus could revive the series. <sighs> Man. Cox was sat was saddened by the cancellation since it felt like we had a lot of stories to tell, especially since he had been excited by what um, had been discussed for a potential fourth season. He added that many of the cast and crew are really expected to keep growing. And he was hopeful that there will be an opportunity to portray the character again in some form. Hold on, guys. <clears throat> Okay, Amy Rutberg, who portrays um, Marcy's style in the series, excuse me, affirmed the two-year wait requirement and also said the decision to cancel the series came as a surprise to the executives at Marvel given the extensive work that had been, excuse me, had been done for a potential fourth season. She added that filming for the fourth season had been expected to begin around February 2019 and that many of the cast and crew felt the series would last for five seasons uh, with a new antagonist in the fourth season before the final showdown between Daredevil and Fisk in the fifth. <clears throat> a same month, Hulu's senior vice president of originals, Craig Erwick said that the streaming service was open to reviving the series along with the other former Netflix series. Hmm. You know, remains to be seen, folks. Let me see if there's any... Let me see. Yeah, it remains to be seen. So, so this was posted by Giant Freaking Roll about two weeks ago. Um... Daredevil reboot was just confirmed. See a video. Um, hold on a second. <clears throat> Let's read this. The go-to guy for turning comic books into live-action superhero epics seemingly confirmed that Marvel is working to bring back one of its most fan-beloved franchises with a Daredevil reboot. David Hater. Um, who? Um, hold on a minute here. Um, anyway, um, who video game fans will recognize as the voice of everyone's favorite covert ops soldier, um, in the Metal Gear Solid franchise, Solid Snake seemed to offhandedly drop, um, yeah, drop a major bomb about Disney and Marvel Studios plans for a Daredevil reboot while speaking with small screen at MCN London Comic Con earlier this week. Um, Hater was asked 
which character he would like to adapt for the Marvel Cinematic Universe. He wastes no time in mentioning that a Daredevil reboot is in the works and expressed his desire to be a part of it. The, this triggered everyone's radar sense and got the word of, the world of Daredevil fandom absolutely, absolutely buzzing. After all, Hater would certainly be in the know about something like this. Movie fans will recognize the writer behind the first two of Fox's um, X-Men movies, as well as Zack Snyder's adaptation of Watchmen. He's also the voice actor who brought King Shark to life on Supergirl. So if there's someone who would be privy to insider conversations about a Daredevil reboot, it would be him. Unfortunately, as with all great potential Marvel Cinematic Universe leaks, the writer and voice actor was quick to debunk his own rumor. Taking to Twitter the day after his interview went viral, he claimed that the that he cannot confirm a Daredevil reboot because he was just mistaken when he said that a reboot was happening. Um, he declared that he has no inside information. Oh, okay. Admittedly, this may be getting into tenfold hat territory, but isn't that exactly what someone who accidentally teased a Daredevil reboot when he wasn't supposed to would say? After all, many like Kevin Smith have discussed the, the extreme lengths that Marvel bosses will go to in order to keep details of its project safe. Despite the hard work of the Marvel police, though actors like Mark Ruffalo and Tom Holland have become notorious for letting things slip in the past. So when it happens, maybe the new director from Kevin, Fo Kevin Foggy is deny, deny, deny. Yes, I'm looking at you, Andrew Garfield and Tony McGuire. Then again, if Hater is mistaken, it will come as welcome news to fans of Marvel and Netflix's fan-beloved and gone-too-soon partnership that saw Charlie Cox bring the character to life for three seasons, as well as the Defenders team up alongside Jessica, Jessica Jones, Iron Fist, and Luke Cage. When all those shows, as well as The Punisher, were given the boot at Netflix, fans immediately started the save their, hashtag Save Daredevil campaign that has yet to result in anything coming to, coming together. Um, but if a Daredevil reboot is in the cards and Charlie Cox isn't playing Matt Murdock, Disney can't expect a riot. Um, fortunately, rumors have indicated that there's life for Charlie Cox's um, Matt Murdock and the other defenders that won't be waylaid by any Daredevil reboot. Among the many characters rumored to be on the incredibly secret cast of the incredibly secret plot of Marvel's not-so-secret Spider-Man No Way Home is Charlie Cox. Rumors and leaked images indicate he won't be suiting up as everyone's favorite defender of Hell's Kitchen, 
but rather using his lawyer chops to help defend the outed Peter Parker from the trouble stemming from his secret identity being revealed by Mysterio. Unfortunately, fans will have to wait and see if that's all that's that's at all true. So there you have it. Remains to be seen. And of course, this is like a wait and see, folks. So so unfortunately, you're not gonna really see a reboot of the Daredevil TV series anytime soon until all the uh, the discussions and talks and stuff will actually be settled. So there you have it. Hang on a second. <clears throat> okay, let me take a look at your comments before I wrap up the show. Let's take a look here. Um, Of course, this is Matthew Lawrence, hello. This is um, um, they envy Tony. What's up, Notagami? Hold up, I knew she was coming into the chat. What's up, girl? Hold up. Let me let me wave. Hold on, let me see if I can wave, man. If I can wave. Why can I wave? Hold on, man. Damn, I can't wave. That's that's messed up. Hold on a minute. I don't know why it's not letting me wave. But anyway, man. <laughs> yeah, thank you, Notagami, for coming in. Um, of course. Yeah. And I think that's it, man. Hold on. Let me just put myself back into the uh, screen real quick. Hold on. Hold on real quick. Um, let me see. All right. So that's going to be a wrap for episode 30. If you like what you heard in today's show, go ahead and show some love by making a charitable donation to my cash app. Which is dollar sign G Money Stacks 555. Um, that's dollar sign capital G, lowercase M O N E Y, capital capital S, lowercase T A C K C. No, excuse me. Oak, um, excuse me. Um, capital S T A C K Z 555. Um, sorry for the um hiccup here. So I'm sorry about that. So that's dollar sign G Money Stacks um five fifty five in the cash app. Once again, it's not about breaking the bank. It's all about what you can't afford. Um, you don't have to have a lot of money to show support, folks. So it's not about that. Um, so basically, um, whatever amount of money you decide to to give will be appreciated um also um let's go to the uh, social media handles shall we um so you can follow the show on 
course, you can follow the show on um, Instagram, which is Meticulous Vodjuice Juice Podcast, alongside with um, alongside with my other shows, which is Excellent Fun Vibrant Podcast, the Sports Edition Show, and of course, um, of course, um, Off the Meat Rack Chains New York Podcast, which which celebrated its one year anniversary already i'm still i'm still celebrating that shit so you know what i mean so i want to give it a, an applause for this one for one year anniversary success mission accomplished <laughs> yeah um and also you can follow me on the gram which is which is G Money Stacks 555 in Queens, New York. Alongside with my um other handle, which I'm taking a break from, which is G Money Stacks Queens, New York. And of course, we have to talk about the social media handles. When you go to the when you go to the um when you go to the link tree. It's going to when you go to on um, the link in the bio of Meticulous Vibe Juice Podcast, um, you're gonna see a whole list of audio streaming platforms, which I am going to go over with you. Um, in a sec, I will go over with with you. So, um, just give me a second so I can actually get up to get up here. Um, give me a second this to load up um okay all right so here we go here we go streaming platforms on the go okay you can listen to the episodes of meticulous Rajus podcast episodes on podorama podo polo castbox fm audacity um of course you can of course listen notes Podfriend, uh, Breaker, Google Podcast, Podchaser. Don't forget to go to the two links, Podchaser and Podfriend, so you can be, so you can leave a five star rating. Um, even though you don't have anything to say on there, um, a five star rating will be appreciated. Um, we are on Pocket Cast. We are on Player FM, Stitcher, Audible. Tune in. Um, Deezer, Podcast Addict, Reason FM. Don't forget to listen to Meticulous Vibe Juice Podcast on iHeartRadio. And alongside with um Anchor and the YouTube. All right. Now here we now here we go on here. Um, you can listen to this. Sh- you could subscribe to grab the sc- grab the subscribe button, so you could be able to um, enable alerts, so you can be reminded of when the show goes on the every live stream um, on the Meticulous Rogers Podcast YouTube page. Stay tuned for more video content alongside with. Um, upcoming episodes 
previous episodes that was actually um recorded will be uploaded and posted to the youtube um channel page um make sure you download your favorite episodes um share the videos make sure you tell a friend to another friend leave a like and a comment along with um share the episodes along with the podcast and all your streaming platforms on the go all right also make sure you subscribe to my primary um youtube channel g money stacks 555 with all the all the um video episodes of off the meat rat change new york podcast which has 90 episodes so far all right by the time i'm finished with this with this podcast right here it's going to be 30 episodes and make sure you follow um, my other YouTube channel, um, Excellent Fun Vibrant Podcast, the Sports Edition Show. All right. Make sure you subscribe there and do the same like I just told you right here. All right. Listen, when it comes to mental health, right, make sure you reach out to your loved ones. All right. Those individuals might be, might be, um, fine on the outside but on the inside they are not on the inside um and i say this because you know mental health needs to be talked about and of course of course you want to make sure you reach out to reach out to them there is no good time to reaching out to people these days and you can't put a time frame on 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 anything you don't have to wait for mental health awareness month like in may every year or mental health um day um to to be aware of things all you need to do is show your sense of compassion and empathy for what they're going through um of course make sure of course you reach out to your wives your your husbands your boyfriends your girlfriends and of course your friends all right now what you want some free game on how to start a podcast i'm here to tell you some important things that you need to start a podcast right here so if you guys are interested and being a podcaster and create and you would like to create a podcast show like i'm doing with three shows under my belt check this out the first thing that you need as as equipment is this you need headphones right here you also need a microphone like i'm using and of course, you're gonna need a laptop alongside with. Yeah, you're gonna need a laptop or a computer that will help you um record your stuff as far as videos. Now, I always like to suggest um, you know, people use StreamYard because with StreamYard you get you get to um send 
invite links to people to join your live chat. You also are able to create banners that that like you see that you see on the screen right here that has the show name and the banner scrolling across where it shows the social media handles and, and stuff. And of course, you could put your website of whether it's a clothing line, whether it's um, you know, typical snacks, whatever, whatever you want to put on there. And and what I like about StreamYard when it comes to adding a YouTube channel, um, no matter how late you are, they will let things slide. I don't use Facebook for my live streams because of the whole censorship shit that's going on. So, um, also, when you are making a, a name of, of the show, right? You want it to be unique and authentic so that nobody has ever heard before. Um, like for me, it took me a while for me to come up with the name of this show right here, Meticulous Vibe Juice Podcast. And of course, it made sense to me because nobody has the title in the beginning of the word meticulous in it. So I figured I'd take the, the charge to do that. Um, of course, meticulous means detail-oriented, detail-oriented. Of course, vibe means energy, and juice is um, a, a chillaxing, relaxing way to enjoy yourself while having fun, while having any typical drink, any typical drink that you desire, right? So... Of course, there you have it. If anyone out there um, would like some free game on how to start a podcast, of course, of course, listen, when you are putting out your um, pod, your first episode of your podcast on, on Anchor, right, you want to make sure that you, that you copy your RSS feed, which is the link with your email addresses and and stuff, so you will be able to be verified on your show being, you know, approved, like a pod chaser, like a um, podcast addict, Deezer, Listen Notes. You have, you know. You have like um, Amazon Music, you have Audible, of course, you have iHeartRadio, of course, YouTube. You also have all these other stream um, platforms that you could think of. You, you copy and paste the RSS feed to stream platforms that you're trying to uh, put your shows onto. Now, for those of you who may not know what RSS feed is, it's basically really simple syndication meaning you already um doing a launch on a hosting site you know what i'm saying and also if you are more interested in doing this make sure you download the anchor app or you can check out the website anchor.fm for you guys to get started all right now listen I appreciate every single one of you who 
came to listen, to listen to me. And I'm glad I'm able to try out this Instagram live thing so I can actually be able to um, see how it goes. So I appreciate every single one of you who came to the live stream. And shout-outs to, to my friend, Notagami, who came into the building. Like, I really appreciate that. It's been a minute since I actually did a live stream with her and stuff like that. So we're probably going to, you know, you know, we'll see what happens, though, man. You know what I'm saying? Anyway, thank you so much for listening, rocking with me on this episode. I hope you guys learned something. I hope you guys... um really enjoyed the episode i know i have enjoyed making content and new episodes for you guys um also i hope you guys had a nice thanksgiving um i know i didn't really have that much food <laughs> but <laughs> i did manage to have some lasagna and stuff so that's pretty good though man you know what i mean um so anyway, man. Um, anyway, man. I'm G Money Stacks. Thank you for listening and rocking with me. And I'll see you in the next episode. Peace and well love. And I hope you guys have a good night.
Check this out, folks. If you like what you heard, I need your help on a couple of things. I need you to go follow the show's page on Instagram, Meticulous Vibe Juice Podcast, alongside with Off the Meat Rat Chains New York Podcast. And you can follow me also on my primary handle on the gram, which is GMoneyStacks555 in Queens, New York, for more postings of each episode with the topics. Also, go to YouTube and grab the subscribe button. Enable alerts of the notification bell so you can be reminded of when the show goes on the air live via live stream. More video content. Like, comment on the episodes with the topics, upcoming episodes, previous episodes that will automatically be posted to the YouTube channel page. Share the videos. Spread the word. Be sure to download your favorite episodes. Tell a friend to tell another friend. Share the podcast with audio streaming platforms with your friends. And also tell us what you think about the episodes and the topics and and what you thought about the um, topics as well. And what topics you think we should talk about next to review. Um, I'm G Money Stacks. Thank you for listening to the show. Peace and one love.